Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome back. What's up, Catherine? Not much is up. Just kidding. Actually, a lot is up. Um, I have been <laughs> sipping champagne and now I am drinking some wine. So it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a fun podcast. Do you have an alcoholic beverage over there? I don't, but I did just have um, a cider. So I did have an alcoholic beverage tonight, but like, are we celebrating something? Like what's with the bottle of champagne? Yeah, no, I have a friend that made a career move. So nice. had to celebrate. Very, very exciting. So it wasn't for sweet little poppers. No, but can I just say she's been incredible. The f- the first recording was a little bit rough. Let's be honest. It was a little bit rough. Um, Pun intended. Yes. No, she's been so incredible, but I like perfectly spaced out her wake times versus nap times. Patricia, you know what I'm talking about. So that she would be Mm -hmm. asleep right now. So she's currently just like passed out on the kitchen floor and I'm just letting her chill out. Hopefully she doesn't wake up mid podcast, but if she does, like she can chew a bone or something, like she'll be entertained and she won't be crying as much. So that'll do. But will she have to go potty the second she wakes up? Hopefully not, because she went potty right before she went to sleep. Um, but we'll see. Okay. I might just have to, like, cut out for, like, a second to let her go potty. She's been pretty good, okay? I say pretty good, as in she's only had one accident in the house so far. And that was because I just didn't get to her fast enough. Like, she was giving me all the cues, yeah. and I didn't get to her fast enough, so it was my fault. And then she accidentally peed two times in her crate yesterday, once I was out of the house, and then this morning. So I didn't, like... I don't know when she peed it in the night. Yeah. So she's already gotten two baths, one a day. Um, but does she have too much space in her crate? No. No, I have her, like, blocked off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's all right. Yeah, I think, like, the first time was just because I was out of the house. So, like, I didn't catch her when she woke up. And then this morning mm-hmm. I woke up to her howling. So I'm, like, I don't know how long she was awake. Where do you have her sleeping? In my office. You don't want to just have her crate in your room? No, because when she sees me, she, like, freaks out and doesn't want to sleep. So the Um. office I can, like, avoid, and then she doesn't see me. Because I try to put her in there for her nap times. So that's, like... Well, if you you need a baby monitor, I can recommend a few. (laughs) Thanks. It's so kind of you. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that's good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, so you're you're a little juiced up tonight. Oh, a little juiced up. Yeah. I just made myself some curry. It was good. And now. Wow. Okay, wait. Because curry was one of the things back in November that you realized made your face break out. But where curry's now good, like the spice in it, you're okay. Yes. I've had it since. Um, I, I think one of the reasons why it caused me to break out was because I was already having other problems and then the spiciness Mm. of it just like flared it even more, you know, like obviously my digestive system was not going to sit well with the spice. Well, and you could have been eating some of the other things you've like currently cut too. That was actually the problem and not the curry. So yeah. Yeah. Let's hope. Anyways, enough about my life. Patricia, what's going on with your life? Not much. Just, you know, celebrating another year around the sun here. Mm -hmm. So that's been good. Just, uh, you know, in a really good place of, like, gratitude. And I feel really fulfilled with where I am as I head into a new decade. So 
yeah, yeah. I'm pretty we good. should like mention today is actually Patricia's 30th birthday big freaking deal 30 you're officially Ooh. old okay but here's the thing we always looked at like 30 as old right yeah. now that I am 30 I'm like I I don't feel old like right. I feel really good yeah so either I'm a young 30 or our mind was just always skewed before but I'm gonna go with like I'm a young 30 but that's like I feel like when I was in like middle school and even high school like I thought I was gonna have kids by like 23 you know like I thought I was gonna be oh Patricia's face right now I really thought I was gonna be that young parent but I thought like at that age I'd be mature enough I'd be an adult I would be whatever and I still feel like I mean me at 28 not to like put this on myself here but like I still don't like like I feel like I'm adulting in ways but like I don't feel like I'm Mm. old yeah but also I never aspired to have kids at 23 (laughs) I wanted to have one by 30 but like you did it I honestly uh, no way 23 year old me could have had a kid kudos oh my gosh like that was no I couldn't have either there's there's absolutely no way like once I got to like 23 I was like what the heck was I thinking and God bless any 23-year-old mothers who are listening to this right yeah. now. Like, moms are super women, yeah. so keep up the great work. But, yeah, but I feel like, you know, Chris and I were talking because his birthday was yesterday. Obviously, we we're just like, you know, top five moments of our 20s. And it, there was just like so many good things that happened to us that it it was a really fun conversation. It was a really happy conversation, not like a bunch of regrets, you know? Wait, so can you share one or two things of like your top things in your 20s I almost feel like this should be like a topic today it's like just like our 20s man lessons we've learned in our 20s I mean we can pivot we can pivot okay but can you share a few times yeah moments? you want one or two sure yeah yeah um one of them was like finding Chris and falling in love <laughs> the romance <laughs> my heart the romance. yeah yeah um I'm trying not to do like the total obvious ones Oh, and another one both of us had, too, was just, like, moving to North Carolina. Really? Because, like, I mean, we just love our life here. It just feels so us. Yeah. And, like, one of the best decisions we've made for ourselves, our family, our careers, everything. That's so awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so if I can ask you important lessons you feel like you learned in your 20s, Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, because here's the thing. I feel like your 20s, like, it, you live so much life in your 20s. Like, when you're first getting started, like, it's, like, young and fun. You can't even drink. And then by the end, I mean, you're at the point where, like, now you're married, you're a mother, you have owned two homes at this point. Like, yeah, I feel like you live so much life in your 20s. Yeah, I think... I'm going to do two lessons here and we can dive into them like later or whatever, whatever you're going with here. One would be to um, stick up for myself more. Oh. And two would be to prioritize the relationships that matter to me and the rest don't matter. Wow. That's deep. Okay, so sticking up for yourself more, can I ask how you 
have been better at doing that or like how you improved in your 20s to get to the point where you're at today? I mean, I think it's just like living a lot of life in when I was like, when I think about myself in my younger days, <laughs> when I was 20, right? Yeah. I was a junior in college and very much more so of a people pleaser mm-hmm. and really wanted to fulfill others' expectations. Mm-hmm. And apologize for a lot of things I probably had no reason to be sorry for. So I think as I grew through my 20s, I realized what a phenomenal woman I am, what a good professional I am, what a good partner I am, good dog mom. And so it was like, stop apologizing for things because nobody else is. Mm and it's okay to ask for what you want like you don't have to feel guilty for wanting things or going after things Mm -hmm. and I think I for a while would feel guilty for those things so yeah I mean I, I just think it's like through living life and recognizing how certain situations made me feel and taking a step back and saying okay is this because of my own internal battles or is it because of somebody else and like you know, working through that. It sounds like this comes back to like a little bit of confidence, like standing strong in yourself and like believing in yourself in terms of your career and just like who you are and like as a dog mom and like all these things. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I definitely did not have this confidence as like a 16 year old. Okay. So let's, the intended conversation for today was going to be confident. So this just like easily led into it. So can I ask you like, what have you done over time to build your confidence? Like we've mentioned affirmations this year, especially like on this podcast, Mm -hmm. but like even beyond that in your twenties to build the confidence that you have today. Yeah. I mean, I think affirmations helped give me a lot more, honestly, just like body positivity. Mm -hmm. It was really more focused in that a little bit. But if I think about confidence as a whole, there's a couple different areas I would hit on. One being just overall emotional confidence of like self-worth. Ooh, dang. Yeah, I I think I entered college. I was still pretty outgoing, but I could be pretty shy. But I was not, I thought I was just like a very average kid. Um, and honestly, like freshman year, I worked my butt off Mm -hmm. and I like got all A's and well, I got one B. I don't know why I took Calc 2 in college, which (laughs) is the death of me. But, um, and I had this accounting professor who was just like very much kind of honed in on me of just not in a weird way, but like you're special and like you're going to do really good things and Mm -hmm. really took me under their wing and one, it showed me my hard work was paying off, but that you didn't just have to be naturally gifted to be special. It was like, if you work hard, like you fit in that group too, or you fit in your own group mm-hmm. and you're uniquely wonderful in your own way. Um, and so I started to see that just, I think like intellectually, like I, I think you and Christopher are light years smarter than I am personally. But I, and that always gave me a really good work ethic. Yeah. But then going to college and being like, okay, I am smart. Mm -hmm. 
I am a hard worker mm-hmm. and all of that coming together. Uh, by the time I'd graduated, I was receiving like a presidential's award being presented like to the board and our top donors. And you even came. It mm-hmm. was like this formal black tie gala. Oh, yeah. They made this whole video and... I mean, I even remember sitting for that video and I was like shaking and sweating. I was like so nervous, but I, I, I really grew throughout my college years, but I was still not fully confident, but I knew I was not stupid Mm -hmm. and I knew if I worked hard, I could do well and I knew I had something special, but then I think going into work, I still had a little bit of like insecurities and confidence and even we talked about in another podcast how I like when I interviewed for my current job I like drove home crying because I was like that was so bad and there's no way I'm getting that job I really credit like my current position and some of the people I've worked with who like in the first couple years of me working there were like throwing me in situations and like giving me responsibilities that I was like holy crap like I'm good at this Like, I'm really good at this. And I got promoted within six months of my first, like, taking this job and, like, everything. And it was, like, okay, I'm not, like, my hard work's paying off. My, you know, studies in school and just, like, learning that stuff is paying off. And then just, like, my, you know, uniquely wonderful self is really registering with people. It's really clicking with Mm -hmm. people. The leadership skills I learned from swimming – So I think it was just a combination of that that paid off for my own just like emotional intelligence there a little bit. But then I also do credit being in a really open and like communicative relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely didn't have the communication skills I have now. I like if something was uncomfortable, I'd be like, let's just not talk about it. Like we'll both be fine. But now I'm obviously like we have the uncomfortable pants podcast like i uh, do i love like do i seek out uncomfortable conversations every second of the day no No, but i can walk into a room whether it's with somebody i'm working with with a family member and say like no matter how this conversation turns out like we've had it Mm -hmm. and both of our feelings are out there or whatnot and as long as we respect each other you know i feel better about it So, and there's still things that do intimidate me. Like, I'm not perfect, but, um, yeah, I, I just think there's, like, leaps and bounds of confidence, obviously, from me just, like, entering college to who I am now. And some of that is life lived, but it's also recognizing, like, when I wasn't confident and, like, I didn't like that feeling. Mm -hmm. And what's the reason? Like, sometimes I go into meetings and I'm not confident because I'm not prepared. Okay. And that's my personality, too. Like, I can't fly by the seat of my pants and be like, I've got this. Same. Sometimes it turns out great and I'm just like, well, thank goodness. But I'm not about to walk into, like, an audit committee meeting or a board meeting unprepared and just being like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so I'm curious. Did you... Did you feed your energy off of other people in terms of, like, your confidence? Like, did you put your self, self-worth self in terms of, like, what other people thought of you or no? I feel like that's... I did in my early 20s, definitely. Um, I cared a lot about what other people thought about mm-hmm. me. And 
it wasn't always people that like necessarily truly matter yeah. like that should have been given that much weight in my life too yeah. but it that and that's why i call it like a people pleaser is just because like wanting to be liked by everyone means you're not staying true to yourself and then that's when you lose your confidence because you don't know who you are yes. so i had to learn that too of like some people aren't for you mm-hmm. and that's okay and yeah and sometimes you can't like fit a square peg through a round hole and like force it and you just have to move on and it's it's finding good friendships and relationships too because i think if you're in a friendship where you're trying you're constantly like questioning where you stand with that person and you don't feel like they're genuinely just like there for you and supportive and they're not your friend yeah and then that and that can kill your confidence too if you're surrounded by people where you're like looking over your shoulder you think they're talking about you like in no way are my friends like that or do i feel that way and i know i'm blessed to have that in my life not not a lot of females have that because it it can be a dog eat dog world out there but yeah i just if you're constantly looking over your shoulder you're never gonna get there Mm -hmm. you gotta like surround yourself with people who don't have to like tell you you're a rock star every day. Yes. But you're not worried about what they think and what they're doing while you're trying to move forward and succeed. Yeah, and I think there's something so powerful in just like being vulnerable and being yourself and like not trying to impress anyone. Like whether you're like you're making mm-hmm. a new friend or if you're starting a new relationship, like just going in it being yourself like Mm-hmm. I think that shows a lot in terms of your confidence in who you are. And I also think it helps you to build confidence in who you are. Like, the more you just stand true to yourself and being like, well, if this person doesn't like me, it's fine. Like, you're not going to vibe with everyone. Yeah. Well, and the more you're authentically yourself, you're going to find the right person, whether it's in mm-hmm. your love life or your right best friend. The more time you spend not being true to who you are, you're attracting the wrong people anyway. Yeah. Exactly. But then last thing I'll touch on here of just confidence too is I left college truly like broke. So to in my like those 10 years, so like buy two homes. I mean, I sold one. I still don't own two. But to buy two homes and to build some of the financial stability too just gave me the confidence of like, you know, I think our parents instilled some good financial values in us. Do I take all of their financial advice? No. But I'm obviously doing, like, something right, Mm -hmm. I would think. So, yeah, that feels good, too, of just, like, feeling like a good, functioning individual adulting out, like, that, you know, that word adulting, right? Yeah, I just feel confident in that, too. So, do I have all the answers? No. Do I feel like I've got people i can talk to and ask yes do i always take their advice no yeah but but i feel good in that like if you told this before like dad's really good about saying like this is what you have to do like if dad gives me his advice i don't i'm not insecure about him finding out that i didn't take his advice yes like in my early 20s i would be like oh just don't tell dad i didn't do it the way he, he said to do it now i'm just like yeah okay dad yeah i did it a different way and it still worked out fine yeah (laughs) dad poor dad sorry dad love you (laughs) sorry dad i turned out i think (laughs) turned out fine everything it buffs out you know all's good all's good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep he might say the jury's still out yeah 
<laughs> Stop. Oh, wow. Well, your 30th year. I'm I'm excited for you. I feel like I, like I'm pumped to honestly get to my 30s. I've enjoyed getting older. Like I feel like it's such a privilege to mm-hmm. be able to like age and experience life and I'm excited for you. What yeah. did you guys do to celebrate your birthdays? Well, I mean, today, like, I just worked, and the little babe had to get shots and stuff, oh. so, like, just enjoyed some extra cuddles, yeah. but we did, over the weekend, like, just have a little date night, and it was nice to spend some one-on-one time together, yeah. and we, like, reflected on our 20s, like I said, and Mm-mm. honestly, we were talking about this, I feel like your 30s are going to be better than your 20s, because it's like you get to, you're still, like, feeling great about life, but you, like, aren't entering broke like I was in my 20s, you know, like there's just more things to like experience and travel and see and do. And it's less kind of strenuous in those ways. Um, Yeah. And we're just like building a family. And yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really excited for my 30s. Yeah. I feel like to me, like what I what I see people share on Instagram about their 30s is like, well, at this point, like, you know, who you are and you're not trying to like people please, you know, like 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 you've said. It's like, like, you know mm-hmm. who you are. So you can just like continue to live your life instead of like, obviously you're still going to figure things out, like how to parent and like what that's going to look like and like your career and like whatever else, you know, like it's going to evolve and change over time. But like, that's one thing that you almost have figured out is like, well, at least I know who I mm-hmm. am. And like, you're going to continue to still discover who you are, but it's one less burden. Yeah. And that's not to say like, you don't change your careers in your 30s or you find a new passion yeah. in your 30s. It's just you've lived, like, life to just at least know, like, likes and dislikes at a surface mm-hmm. level. And, like, you probably maybe now have the confidence to quit the job you hate. Whereas, like, yes. in your 20s, you're like, no, 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 no. I have to continue pushing forward, right? Like, Oh, my gosh, exactly. Yeah. And that's what, like, I – when I spent time with our brother and sister-in-law – we had a lot of conversations about like their career and their direction and their path and everything else. And it's kind of cool to actually be at a place to think about like the rest of your life, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, are you really happy? Like, is this really what you want to do for not like, I, I feel like it's so old school to be like, I'm in this career. This is my job. I'm going to stay with this company for 50 years. You know, like that's not normal these days. Like you can pivot yeah. and change your career at any time. But like, I like, having those conversations and that's like why we started this podcast of like okay well here's something I'm like not so happy with how can I change it mm-hmm. yeah well I mean you're not quite 30 yet but mm-hmm. how do you feel about your confidence like today oh my gosh it's so dramatically different from when I entered my 20s like insane and I think I think it has a lot to do with Oh, man, there's so many things. For one, my career, just, like, putting myself out there Mm -hmm. and, like, doing the dang thing. Um, In terms of, like, okay, so for, like, one, going for it and doing the thing and believing in myself, I think that built up Mm -hmm. a lot of confidence in myself in that way. Um, Two, sharing my personality online. It's, like, I get a lot of feedback. I get a lot of judgment. And I, for so long, I, like, really, really wanted to be liked. And I was, like, well, I can't show this, like, funny, goofy side of myself. Like, I have to say the right thing. And I would very much so script out my videos to the point where there like almost wasn't a personality in my videos. Like if I ever messed mm-hmm. up, I would cut it out when that's just like not relatable. Like we talked in the last episode. Um, so I think my career has really helped me a lot, but I've also gotten to the point where leaving my last relationship and like the judgment 
that I faced in that relationship, like not having that influence on my life has made an insane impact on me of like, oh, well, I can just like show up as I am and I'm not going to be judged by other people. And like, if they do judge me, they're just not my people. Yeah. Well, okay. So that's like two big things I want to dive into. Go right ahead. One, (laughs) it's crazy to me because I look at like starting the career you did as like taking an immense amount of confidence, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas like you started this actually probably like the lowest amount of confidence. Oh, yeah. Like when I got started, I didn't even share my name. Like I went by Kath because I knew like the Mm -hmm. unique spelling of Catherine. I was like, someone's going to be able to find it. I didn't share my face. I didn't do anything. But like for me, that was something our sister-in-law asked me. It was like, well, like how did you get like the courage to do it? And it was honestly, it was out of desperation of like I – I know I need to change my life. Otherwise, like, it's not going to end well for me. So I just, mm-hmm. I did it. And, yeah, my confidence built over time with my career. I definitely still have, like, imposter syndrome from time to time of, like, do you deserve yeah. this? Like, do you actually know what you're sharing type thing? Like, all those, like, limiting beliefs in my head can creep in from time to time. But, So, and you're, I mean, you didn't necessarily, you started more like blogging. So your Mm -hmm. face wasn't the face of everything the way it is now with like once you got started with YouTube, but how did you build confidence there to like take it from, okay, I'm blogging, I'm using my little code name (laughs) and then like (laughs) now I'm going to put my face on my website and I'm going to like share who I am. What, how did that build that transition from your black and white Instagram page to like, (laughs) showing your lips to showing your whole face and your name and everything it did start out by just showing my lips oh my gosh it was really like feet photos you know that sounds you weird but I was, <laughs> I was wearing shoes it's not as weird as it seems um no I just I got to a point where I like really reevaluated and I was like okay what do I actually enjoy in the people that I follow And I didn't Mm -hmm. follow anyone that didn't share their face because like you miss that connection there. Like you don't know who's behind the screen. And I was like, okay, well, like I just, I, I got to do this. And at that point the family had already found out about, or at least some of them did like you found out and then mom found out. Um, And I'm pretty sure her stepmom found out, but it was like a slow, like trickle effects. And I was like, you know what? Like if I'm in this, I got to be in it and I got to stop playing small because that's what I was doing when Mm -hmm. I was first getting started I was playing like super small because I was I I was honestly I was so freaking afraid of what other people would think like my friends my family like what would they think if I was doing this and it just got to a point where I was like well I believe in myself and I know what this can be so like I just need to full full send Mm -hmm. which is so funny even still the terminology you use though is that like people found you out like it wasn't like oh they they caught on or I don't even know like the nice way to say it but like we found you out like we uncovered this secret because at the time it it felt like a secret like it was a secret I didn't tell anyone mm -hmm. like you just like stumbled on which and obviously we follow each other on Pinterest oh no she's awake the little shark coming in here oh she's just laying down okay we're good I was a little afraid I'd have to take her out um but like we follow each other on Pinterest and I had changed my Pinterest name and like it had I think my website linked to it and that's how you found me out Mm -hmm. but it's crazy because I think when I look at all of these 
influencers, creators, as business owners, in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, they just showed up one day and they were like, I'm creating this Instagram. I've got wonderful recipes or style or mm-hmm. whatnot. And I have all these phenomenal ideas. And I'm, no, right? Like that's not how, it, but like if you look at it and you see them today and you don't see the first part of their journey and maybe like the desperation mm-hmm. or them trying to get to the point where they have the confidence in who they are now. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not easy starting at zero, especially when you see people that have like 10 million subscribers, you know, like it's not easy Mm -hmm. being the person that has only a hundred. But if you think about a hundred people in a room, like that's so many people. And I think it's very Mm -hmm. easy to be like, well, but it's not, it's not a thousand. Well, it's not 10,000, you know, but like, it's still a hundred people that care about you and care about your content. And yeah, I don't know. I think the beginning phase is one of the hardest ones and it, it's where a lot of creators drop off because you're not seeing a lot of results you're not making any money and you're just creating content because you love it and if you don't love it and if you're just doing it for the money of of course you're going to drop off because you're not going to see results right away like it took me several years to get to the point where I'm at today but I just even though not I didn't always have the confidence in myself I believed in myself and my vision and what it could be yeah Okay, I'm going to switch gears to the more personal note of your first opening statement. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Your relationship Mm -hmm. and the impact it had Mm -hmm. on your confidence and the amount of judgment you received. Yeah. Do you think that, did you ever let that impact your belief in your vision for this career? 100%. Well, okay, no, let me take that back. I would say 80% maybe. Um, Because at one point, like my transition to going full time with my business, I shouldn't have jumped in as soon as I did. But it was a weird situation that happened with my company that I was working for full time um, and getting like a freelancing gig. And I, I wasn't making a lot of money for a good chunk of time. Like I, I was making barely a hundred bucks a month. And then I got to like 400 bucks a month and it like really was not much. Um, and yeah, he doubted me a lot. He doubted me the whole way through, um, and wanted me to get a job, really wanted me to get, I don't know if I ever told you this, Patricia, there was like a social media marketing uh, position opening at his company and he really wanted me to like apply for it. And I was like, I'm not interested. And he like had this like full vision. He was like, Oh, like we can like have lunch together and like all this stuff. And I was like, No, like I, even though he like planted these seeds of self-doubt, like I still believed in my vision. I knew what it could be. So like I I ended up driving with Grubhub and like I did get a part-time job because I knew that I needed to make ends meet. But I think when it comes to my brand, like there was something in me that I was like, no matter what, I know this can be successful. And there were moments where it was like wobbly um, Mm -hmm. because of those opinions. But I... I think it was, I was really at the point where I felt like I was in too deep, where I was like, there's, I'm at a point of no return. Like I've been working on this for three years. Like it's, it's going to pay off at some point. I think if I was only working at it for a month, I would have actually fallen off with those like outside opinions Mm -hmm. coming at me. 
Which is crazy because I think every successful career hits a point of it like, am I in too deep and it's truly a bad idea to keep going? Mm -hmm. Or I'm in too deep and now odds are I'm absolutely going to be successful. And it's, you have to know where you truly are Mm -hmm. to do that. Because at some point, like, this is never going to happen. I'm not manifesting this. But say we're like doing this podcast for 10 years and like, we've dwindled down to seven listeners, which is never going to happen because my 120 Instagram followers of, of course, listening, (laughs) coming in hot. Um, You know, maybe we look at each other and we say we're in too deep and we have to call, like, obviously trends are trends and they're not doing well. Yeah. But, I mean, you took that leap of faith. But that's just how your relationship impacted your career. Mm -hmm. How did it impact your confidence in other areas what would you say I mean, we don't have to go into like everything but what was like the top area that 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 relationship tore down your confidence in honestly i don't know if there was a top area because it was like all of it it was it was amazing to me i'm not gonna go down i'm not gonna go down <laughs> as patricia's just smiling with her eyes do it shed the tear i don't even know if this is like four or five for you i don't remember because we haven't cried in like the most recent episodes um no it was amazing to me when we split i actually like wrote about this in my book and like maybe it will come out one day whenever i write the book um i would wake up from nightmares of like i would buy something and i would have to hide it because he would like judge me for it um And it was just, like, silly things of, like, oh, well, I fed Fancy at a different time and he would judge me for it, you know? Like, I would wake up from these nightmares of that judgment. Like, I didn't realize how much I was so accustomed to it until I, like, had those dreams slash nightmares that I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, literally everything I ever did was an initial judgment. It's, like, well, where do you want to go to dinner? And I'd be, like, oh, a Mexican spot. And he'd be, like, really? Like, what? Like, it was, like, everything – Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, that freaking knocks your confidence. Like when you have someone in your life that just like questions everything you do or like just like is like generally just like judgmental about it. Like, yeah, it's, not, it's I mean, it's not healthy. Like it's, it's absolutely not a healthy relationship. Yeah, because then you start being like, well, is this what I want to do? Is that what I want to do? And it's if you're hiding purchases from your partner if you can't afford them if you're afraid of their judgment there's something wrong yes. with that purchase let like but just I mean, something like, wrong honestly if you're hiding anything from your partner there's something wrong like yes. period like you shouldn't have to but it's like i i became so accustomed that i was like oh well if i do something if i go work out in the middle of the day i'm gonna get judged for it because like my my job isn't a normal nine to five i can work out in the middle of the day but like that's not what he was used to so it was like hmm. yeah i would love to work out in the middle of the day i'm not judging you for it i'm envious of it like yeah but i i remember too we were talking one time and i don't know how we got on the topic but you said and like you used to go to yoga this is when you went to like yoga classes weekly and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and you said i can't do yoga if he's home yeah because he'll judge me for it and i was like what like like is this was one of your goals for the year was to do like you know five arm stands in yoga so you felt more confident in your arms yeah i watched i watched i was just trying to build strength here strength 
Yeah, but in my mind, I was like, but then you can't even do that mm-hmm. with somebody who's supposed to be like the closest person to you. Mm-hmm. Like that was just wild. That that's and that's what like looking back because like fitness. I mean, for one, I haven't been to the gym in a while. Okay, like one of my selfish acts is like go to the gym four times a week. Has Catherine been doing it? No. Okay, I've been so busy, but it's like. Yeah, he just, like, didn't understand, like, my want for, like, working out or eating healthy or, like, mm-hmm. things like that. And it was it was really – it was, like, if it wasn't his idea that it wasn't the right thing. And I don't know. I Like, one of the things that always sticks out to me is just, like, how accustomed I became to, like, I, I could never speak my mind because if I ever spoke my mind, it was immediately blocked down. Like, because it wasn't his idea. So it was, like – I brought up the example of, like, this is what I want for dinner. I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's what you want? Like, why? Like, and I was just, I was so accustomed to it. Like, we were in a relationship for seven and a half years. Like, it was, it was the normal. Mm-hmm. I thought it was normal until I was out of it. And I was like, I should not be having these dreams about someone judging me for things that are so normal. Like, for me living my life. Yeah, and I think it's fair to call them nightmares. Like, those are not just healthy dreams. Like, those are nightmares. Yeah, I mean, I would wake up from them, like, fully just, like, what is happening? Because it Mm -hmm. put me back in that space, and I was like, I I worked hard to get out of that space, and now I'm just, like, back back in Mm -hmm. it in this nightmare. Yeah, so how have you almost, like, untrained yourself from that, coming out of that relationship? To find your own voice again. It was hard. And I think it was, like, I'm I'm lucky that, like, I feel like none of my friends are really judgmental. You know, like, I've got, like, a good group of friends that, like, treat me right and I treat them right, you know. And it's, like, it's, it's very open and supportive. And even, like, top of mind Cameron, like, we're we're both like doing this business thing together, you know, like we're both creators together and we're both very supportive of like, Oh, like what are your ideas? And like, we talk through things and like, it's just like very healthy. And I think just like reevaluating, okay, well these are healthy friendships. Like what can be a healthy relationship? And when I first got into the dating world over a year ago, I mean, I was just, I was seeking validation from other people. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's all I was doing. And it got to the point where, like, I realized, like, okay, why the heck are you even dating? <laughs> like, you don't need validation from other people. Like, you should have validation in just, like, yourself and, like, who you are. Um, and then that's why, like, I took a step back from dating because I was, like, I just need to focus so much on myself and build this confidence so that when I enter a relationship again, I'm not going to tolerate that crap. And, like, I also don't need their validation. Like, I don't need you to tell me I'm pretty. I know I'm pretty. I don't need you to tell me I'm smart. I know I'm smart. Like, you know, like, I don't need that but I also think the affirmations have helped as well to Mm -hmm. boost that in my mind yeah so what's maybe like somebody who's struggling with confidence today do you have a piece of advice for them I feel like this is such a hard piece of advice but it's like figure out who you are it's like figure out what you like figure out what you believe in without asking for others opinions and maybe that's just me because like even when I make big decisions like when I decided to buy this house like I didn't tell anyone like that I even put an offer in on it like not even you until Mm -hmm. I already had an offer in you know like that's just me as like 
I don't need those external opinions. Like I just, I, I need to know like what sits good in my gut, but that just might be me as a person. So like Patricia, what advice would you give? Before I jump into that, oh. I'm so the opposite. I feel like I ask you about like anything. I'm like, have you tried this? <laughs> Do you know this company? Like we're so polar opposites in that. Like, Yeah, but I think, okay, hold yeah. on. Let me say, I think for so long I looked for other people's approval and I would make my decisions based off of what other people thought. And even now, mm. okay, I'm in this situation where I'm like, I almost don't want to let anyone in. I don't want to tell anyone because, don't give me that face, <laughs> because I don't want to ruin it. I want to make this decision for myself. Yeah. And I think that's totally fair when you've experienced so much judgment in your life. Yeah. But you have to take this step back and really like, oh, realize, okay, my inner circle is people who like love me. Mm-hmm. And I mean... I will openly judge you in a joking, <laughs> loving way. For my nails? How long are my nails right now? How are you feeling? Uh, mine are long, so I can't even give you crap. Wait, mine are long, but you can't even see this. They're not long. <laughs> you can see this one. Anyway. Um, like, I will judge you in a jokingly, lovingly way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of my charm. It's part but... of my charm. <laughs> but you, I think, like, eventually, hopefully in your life, you realize you're surrounded by people who – do love you and won't judge you that you don't have to go and make all of these decisions without them. Mm-hmm. And not that you need other people's approval. Like when I ask you about the 87 things random a week, like I'm not seeking your approval. I'm just like, am I going to waste my money or not? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. That's just me. So, but everybody's different in that, but hopefully you fi- feel like you come to a place where you don't have to like, like hide things. You don't have to hide the shirt you bought today. That's what, I, I don't feel like I have to hide it, but like, I think I know myself so well in the sense that if I ask a lot of people for their opinions or something and then I make a decision based off of other people's opinions, it's not going to end up sitting right with me. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm such a believer in my gut and like knowing what is right for me that I would almost rather keep things to myself and then like later share the decision I made instead of asking a ton of people the decision or not the decision, like what I should do. Yeah. No, that's totally fair, but just, like, please don't elope and have six kids and, like, I find out about it <laughs> after the fact, you know? How would I have six kids and you not know about it? I don't know, but... You really think I don't want my kids to be, like, close with your kids? That's true. Can I be in the delivery room? Maybe. It depends on who the mass pass is or whoever I have okay. babies with. Cool, cool, cool. We can, we can establish that in a okay. later time. Would you get mad if my... I eloped, though? <laughs> I would tell yeah. you if I was eloping. Here, and that's what Christopher did. Like, he yeah. told us he was eloping, but he still eloped. Um, selfishly, I just, like, want to be there for you because I love you. Yeah, I get But that. it's your decision in life. So I have to deal with those feelings, not you. Yeah. Wow, what a gal. Anyways, back to you. What was the original question you threw at me? My my piece of advice yes, for somebody okay, who's lacking confidence. Uh-huh. Um, mine's going to be a little brutal. Uh, find the biggest deterrent to your confidence, whether that's your job, a person, your location, mm-hmm. and get rid of it. Oh, yeah. You, you, and I... And when I think about it from the like your wisdom and your experiences, 
probably should have gotten rid of that uh <laughs> like and that's the thing like outside looking in i didn't see all of those situations mm-hmm. i always thought they must have been the most incredibly supportive person of your career like all of that like i didn't see that but yeah if you're really needing confidence and you're constantly surrounded by a family member a friend a coworker, a job mm-hmm. whatever it is Make the change because you'll never get out of that situation if you don't. You have to like cold turkey, cut it. Yeah. Something else that just like popped in my mind. Okay. Let's say you're like self-conscious in terms of like your looks and like when you put clothing on, whatever. Your clothes are meant to fit you. You're not meant to fit your clothes. Okay. So if you're feeling Mm -hmm. like self-conscious and that side of things, like I know it's money, like, but go out and buy clothes that are going to make you feel confident and sexy and like feel good Mm -hmm. in yourself because I do think like your clothing has a big impact like it's one tip that I always provide people when it's like working from home what should you do like get dressed for the day because if you're just working your in your pajamas it's gonna put you in that like sleepy chill mood compared to like actually putting on clothes and it doesn't have to be anything nice like I work in biker shorts and a sweatshirt most of the time but like it does dramatically impact how you feel and your work ethic a hundred percent agree i would love to work in pajamas it's just not productive for me but to go back to my point of i asked Catherine about everything before i buy it today i worked in biker shorts that are definitely from Catherine's affiliate link on amazon heck yeah and a Catherine manning merch crew neck what a girl (laughs) so if i have not been influenced also this is side note tangent um, I need summer merch because I can't wear oh. crewnecks all summer and my wardrobe is literally your biker shorts and your crewnecks and I, I need summer merch. Anyway, I, I don't remember. Oh, you were like, get dressed every day, feel more confident yeah. in your clothes. Yes, yes. Agreed to all of it. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is where I was going. Okay. I'm sorry. You're so good. I had a t- side tangent. But to that point... I really love that we grew up without a scale in the house. 100%. Because I think I learned to focus on feeling good about how I feel. Mm-hmm. Not a nut, like I would get weighed at your annual ladies' appointment, and that was it. Like, I love how you just called it an annual ladies' appointment. <laughs> men don't have to go. <laughs> I mean, they should get, like, annual physicals, but, you know. That's true. You should. Go see a doctor. Um, But I focused on how I felt. And that number, like, it didn't ever significantly fluctuate because there, even though there were times where I was working out more or less or eating healthier or Mm -hmm. less healthy, it was, okay, I've been on the road too much and had eaten out too much and had too much salt and all those other things. Mm -hmm. Like, I need I want to feel better not I came home from a work trip and now the scale says two pounds heavier and I'm stressing about it it's just like I want to feel better so I did love that too if you're in a place of confidence because of a number on a scale Mm. like ditch it yeah Uh, like you can't hide it from yourself if you know where it is in your home you're going to keep going back Mm -hmm. to it like truly ditch it yeah well honestly like a number on a scale doesn't mean anything because like if you have more muscle like you're gonna way more than like I, I I'm of the same mindset but I think it's because of the way we grew up and that like brings up a point today mm-hmm. I had like my Wednesday Q&A and someone was like did you lose weight you're looking good 
thank you for the compliment. But at the same time, like, don't ever bring up someone's weight. Like, mm-hmm. with the shift in my diet and just, like, actually eating food that is good for me that my body enjoys, yeah, I, I know that I've lost some weight. But, like, I've lost bloat. I've lost some cellulite mm-hmm. in my legs. Like, I can tell. But, like, that's not the reason that I'm doing it. You know, like, it hasn't boosted my confidence any because of my mm-hmm. looks. But I also think it's because I've worked more this year on trying to build my confidence in other areas outside of my looks. Because we've mentioned that, like, as a kid, everyone was like, you're so gorgeous. You should model. Um, and I just, like, relied yeah. too much on it. And you are gorgeous, and you could model. But Thanks. I also think you look great because you you are genuinely coming into your own of who you are. Right? Like That's you how look I feel. Great because you are so happy. Like it is radiating from you wow. in general. Ugh. Everyone, get yourself a Patricia because she's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm. You can't have me though. I'm exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> But going back to your comment, when you compliment somebody, they look great. You have no idea if they're starving themselves. Yes. You have no idea what they're going through Mm -hmm. mentally. So that's one thing, too. I just think like weight and how somebody looks. Unless somebody has let you in to their lives about that, that they're struggling with it, it really shouldn't be something you talk about Mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me, can we like loop back to like the dartboard for a second and like who influences your life and impacts your life? Because I feel like this is relevant of like, I mean, I get like comments and opinions every single day about like who I am and everything else. But like those people aren't on my dartboard, so it doesn't matter. But it's like Mm -hmm. those people on your dartboard, like we did bring up like you should have people surrounding you that like are supportive and like aren't judging you. Um, But do you feel like your dartboard is really strong in terms of people that boost your confidence compared to potentially knock it down? Oh, a hundred percent. And I can even recognize when there's just people in my life who are maybe like on some outer circles of my dartboard that I'm around too often. Mm-hmm. And I just need to say like, okay, I need to, you know, for just consi- like a couple days around that person or whatever, I need to find an outlet for myself. Yeah. Or I know I need to just limit the timing in which I see them because they're not somebody I'm cutting out of my life completely, but they're not the best person for my confidence or something. Yeah. Um, and it might it's definitely not intentional. I don't think I have anybody in my life who is intentionally doing that. Mm-hmm. I just think not necessarily like my 100% like people, but inner circles, you know, closest to my dartboard, absolutely. Like, I mean, I have a chat with some friends. Like, it's literally called, like, number one hype squad. Like, (laughs) yes. Yes. Heck, yeah. Everyone needs that. Yeah. What about you? I feel good today. You know, there was a point in my life where I feel like I didn't didn't necessarily have those people. Um, But now I feel good. Like, I could go to anyone and it'd be, like, not judgmental, but supportive. But at the same time, I still want to make my decisions myself, you know? (laughs) It's just who I am, okay? Got it. But, it, I mean, I, it's even – it's not about, like, just making those decisions yourself. That's fine. But when you share those decisions, they're 100% celebrated. Yes. Yeah. Which I will say, like, I, I think it depends on, like, what the decision is if I'll be celebrated. 
you know, because it's like, for example, dad, love you to death. Um, but like when I bought this house, I have like a recording of like me telling him like that I bought the house and he was like, you did what? What did you do? You know, it was like an immediate like, oh my gosh, like, Mm -hmm. because he's very much so of the mindset of like, pay off your first house, buy a second house. Like that's very much his mindset. Um, but then he was like extremely supportive, but it was like that first initial reaction. (laughs) Definitely made me laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I had a similar thing. So when I quit my first job and was getting my second job, I think it was like Christmas time. We were home and I told mom Mm -hmm. and the way I remember it, I don't remember like, it feels so true. She almost like teared up. Like you did what? Like like you made you a quit mistake. Your job? Yeah. Yeah. And and like I was just like, oh well, yeah, it's already done. Like, mm. but look where you <laughs> are now. Start soon. But look at me now. Look at me now. So and I think these people like do mean to come from. And oh I think my that's gosh, like a yeah. parenting thing where you're just like they want to protect you from everything yep. and make sure you make the best decisions. 100%. But like we gotta fly. I was about to say we're in our 20s. We got to live life, but I'm not anymore. <laughs> I'm not anymore. My 30s got to live my life. <laughs> I'm going to live my life even more. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Little Poppy's behind me right now, and she is so cute. I wish you could see her. Oh, the little snuggle face. Oh, she's adorable. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. Fancy is still not <sighs> like, she's like, do not bother me. Like, you can lay near me because I know mom's going to yell at me if you don't. But, like, she's like, I don't want to play with you right now. Oof. Okay. Well, that's probably because Fancy's constantly hearing you boost somebody else's confidence. And she's like, this was all for me before. Mm-hmm. And she's a little jealous. And that's okay. She is. And I can, like, feel it that she's, like, distancing herself from me. So I'm, like, trying to take time, like, out of my day. Like, when, like, Poppy's not around, she'll just be like, you're still my number one. You're my best friend forever. Like, say, like, all the things, like, I always say to her and just, like, pay attention. But it's, like, so hard when I first get home because I, like, greet Fancy really quick and then I run to Poppy because I don't want her to, like, pee in her crate. You know? So it's, Mm -hmm. like, this is a ridiculous, like, mom of two dogs situation. You know? Like, that's that's how I feel. I'm, like, this is ridiculous. Um, But I just, like, feel Fancy being, like, you're replacing me. And I'm, like, I'm not replacing you, I swear. Okay. Well, Chris and I will just take her in. It's fine. I mean, okay, so here's the deal, Patricia. Let's be honest, okay? So, fancy, if I pass, you get fancy, mm-hmm. Chris from Martina will get Poppy. You can't separate them. They're sisters. What? I think Chris, Christopher, not to put you on, not that Christopher listens to this, he cried when he had to say goodbye to Poppy. He was so sad. Okay, well, fostering a dog is, like, not for them then. Like, they oh, no. can't do that no. again. They flat out said, they were like, if you weren't adopting her, like, we would have foster failed. Like, we would have absolutely kept her. And I was like, well, like, at least she's still going to be in your life. Like, you're going to see her yes. probably, like, two times a year, if not, like, once a year. Like, you'll still see mm-hmm. her and you'll get all the photos and stuff. So. Dang. Yeah. It's just because, like, he saved her. Like, he found her. They had, like, a special bond. It was sad. Okay, well, I don't know how I feel about not being her guardian. Judgment. Um, you really want three of your own kids that you're going to produce and then three dogs? Whoa, who said I committed to three? <laughs> Come on. it's technically up to four now. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay, Patricia, let's wrap this up. What are you grateful for? 
Um, I'm grateful I showed up for my 30-year-old self today and went for a swim this morning. Heck yeah. I'm grateful the little babe had his doctor's appointment and everything is going well. He's measuring well, Wait, can growing I, well. Can I ask, what what is his weight now? He is 15 pounds and 7 ounces. Oh, so he's not 16 yet. Okay. Okay. No, he's only in like the 49 percentile for weight and 53 percentile for height. So he's like right average. And okay. I was like, I thought he was massive. So average. We're doing good. It's good. Good spot to be. Average. Average. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, just honestly, good, grateful day. Just showing up for myself. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm grateful that Poppy was so good today. She was honestly so, so good. She did great with her sleep schedule, and she's also just laying on my hand right now, having puppy dreams. So grateful for that. Um, also just, like, grateful for a few chill days. Like, I have had just, like, absolute madness here recently, and the last two days have just been, like, really slow, really chill, getting some work done. You know, like, I went to the house, and I'm just doing computer work, and I'm just, like, grateful for, like, a little, a little bit of a slow lifestyle, even though I know I need to, like, pick it back up because I got more to do. But grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you should be selfish and take the time you need. Exactly. And that's like my thought. I'm like, I'm being selfish right now. Like I took two weeks off of YouTube, not intentionally. It was very selfish. I felt so bad about it, but I'm like, I shouldn't have, but like I did because it's my career, you know? But here's the thing. You are a businesswoman making business moves on YouTube with Nikon, with this podcast, with your new house and renovating Mm -hmm. it. Like... You, you can't juggle all the plates. Yeah. And that's the way, like, I don't know, like, even next week, oh, my gosh, I'm just realizing it's, like, in one week. Like, I'm going to New York, and it was supposed to be, like, a quick, like, 24-hour trip, like, super, super quick. And I was like, I'm going to extend it a day so I can have fun mm-hmm. because, like, I just, it's so quick. It's so quick in and out. So I'm going to have, like, fun next week, and I'm excited to explore New York a little bit. Yeah, if you need any recs, let me know. I mean, I've got a friend who's, like, lived there for a couple of years, and she's got, like, really good food places, too. She normally takes me to, Ooh, so. maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'll let you know. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, Patricia, it was great chatting with you, honestly. I, I love, like, these chill podcast topics that just kind of, like, roll with it. Like, I feel like we started off with you venturing into 30s into full confidence conversation. Yeah, which is wild because, like, I have to be honest with everyone listening. We did not plan that. No. That just truly happened. It worked out so, so well. <laughs> We're just really good at podcasting, okay? <laughs> Catch us at the podcast awards next year. As... Best new podcast. <laughs> yeah, that we present to ourselves. <laughs> yep. 100% we'll be doing that. Yep. <laughs> you'll, you'll get a plaque next next March. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Unless you have, do you have anything else you want to say? No. Okay. Well, that's it. If you guys want to rate, review, subscribe, comment, all of the things, um, follow us on Instagram, Uncomfortable Pants Podcast, for all of the amazing photos that Patricia shares. She shared a lovely one of us. I don't even, were we in high school? I don't even remember. The pool photo with your hair? Uh huh. That Uh was. I actually had a friend be like, what is, and I was like, don't even, just, don't, I'm just, no comment, <laughs> no comment. No comment. 
Look, I'm just working with what I got, okay? Honestly, the bagel reel has been our most viral reel so far. Heck yeah. So I think the more outrageous it is, the better it is. So come along for the fun. I agree. It's just a big practical joke at this point. But yeah, that's it. Okay, we'll see you guys back here on Monday. Bye, guys. Bye.